0: Often feel sorry for people who weren't born in the L.A. area, so they, they root for the wrong team, but it's not their fault. It's sad, though. Hi there, this is Gary. Welcome to episode 74 of Diary of a Senior Geek, recorded on October 24th, 2020. This will be a relatively short one. I've been distracted by election stuff and watching my beloved Dodgers actually playing well in the World Series. As usual, let's start with some news slash opinion. More bad news. As I write this, the Dodgers are ahead of the Rays two games to one in the World Series. It's amazing how talented this team is. And due to an incredibly stupid TV deal made about five years ago, Uh, More than that, actually. I think it was 2012. The only time I can watch my boys on TV is in the postseason. I forgot how much I missed that. So I don't know whether to wish that the Dodgers lose a couple more games so it's a seven-game series so that I can bask in watching the Dodgers on TV or hope that they win the next two games to clinch the series. There seems to be a curse on this team that just when it looks like they're going to go all the way, something happens and the trophy slips from their grasp. If the Astros hadn't cheated in 2017, my guys may have won the series, or maybe not. Nobody will ever know. It's going to take a long time for Dodgers fans to get over that one. It's been 32 years since they last took the World Series trophy home. Amanda was about two and a half months old. She's now 32, obviously. It's time for the best team in baseball to win the World Series. I often feel sorry for people who weren't born in the L.A. area, so they... They root for the wrong team, but it's not their fault. It's sad, though. On to more trivial things. On Thursday, the nation took a day off from baseball to watch two old white guys verbally spar with each other across a stage. After the debacle of the first debate, President Trump was reasonably well-behaved, although the fact that they muted both his and Vice President Biden's mics for the first two minutes after a question was asked so that they could actually answer without being interrupted That helped. Moderator Kristen Welker did an incredible job of keeping order, but I suspect the president's advisors told him to tone it down, and for once he listened to them. As usual, the president could not open his mouth without telling a lie. At one point, he said that early models predicted 2.2 million COVID-19 deaths in the U.S., What he failed to mention is that particular model assumed no mitigating action against the disease. No masking, no social distancing, nothing. Just, you know, live life as it was. That would have resulted in about 2.2 million deaths. There was another model from about the same time that predicted with mitigating factors, such as lockdowns, social distancing, masking, the death toll would have been between 100,000 and 240,000. As I record this, the death toll is at about 220,000, or over actually, and it's expected to top 300,000 by the end of the year, and that's just two months from now. Why do distributed safe and effective vaccines aren't expected until mid-2021 at the earliest, no matter what Donald Trump says? Again, no matter what our current president says, there is no documented proof that Vice President Biden is connected to corruption in Ukraine or China. He has an out-of-control son who has made some sketchy deals, but Joe is not Hunter, and it's still unclear that Hunter did anything illegal, at least when it comes to financial crimes. Snorting coke off of a hooker's butt, that might be shading towards illegal. Hunter's reported to be in rehab, and I wish him well. Now, the lies weren't all on one side. Biden also told a whopper when he said that under the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, everyone was able to keep their health care plan. Before the ACA, there were some low-cost plans available that didn't meet the required set of benefits specified by the ACA, so those plans had to be terminated. And folks who had them had to switch to another and probably more expensive plan. But it's arguable whether the eliminated low-cost plans were even worth the money, since they didn't provide some of the very basic benefits required by the ACA. So, in my opinion, Kristen Welker is the one who won the debate. Trump gets credit for acting less like a bully than the, in the first debate, but he loses points for multiple outright lies and yelling non-sequiturs like, who built the cages when Biden was trying to speak? I don't know, he's a clown, he can't help it. Because everything's fine. This week, I'm going to continue looking at the traditional left-right political spectrum and talk about what I call traditional conservatism. Now, I didn't do a huge amount of research on this. This is mostly just from what I've found out over the years and like maybe two minutes of uh, reading a Wikipedia article. So by traditional conservatism, I mean conservatism as it was before the religious right became active. Traditional conservatives revere tradition, hierarchy, and authority. They tend to oppose any kind of reform or modernism and seek to return to the way things were. In other words, the good old days. Most conservative leaders tend to be white and male. And if they're female, they tend to be white. I think there may be some black female conservatives out there, but I can't think of of any off the top of my head. As a practical matter, traditional conservatives advocated for individual freedom, property rights, small government, low taxes, minimum regulation, and a strong national defense. In my view, to a traditional conservative, individual freedom and property rights pretty much only applies to well-off white males and their families. In my mind, examples of traditional conservatives are Barry Goldwater, John F. Buckley Jr., John McCain, and George Will that's kind of a dying breed. There are modern examples that include George Conway, that's Kellyanne's husband. I'd love to be a fly on the wall while they're having dinner, especially since their daughter's pretty liberal. And then there's Rick Wilson, Steve Schmidt, and Michael Steele of the Lincoln Project, an organization of Republicans dedicated to defeating Donald Trump in this election. I don't think there's ever been a time in my life when a president was so unpopular that a nationwide organization of members of his own party was advocating that citizens vote for the other party's candidate. As I record this, the election is 10 days away. Please, make your vote count. Eh. Hey, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? Everything's fine. She woke up. Uh, That's great. Listen, you're a real hoot. As I mentioned last week, I've already voted. If you're a U.S. citizen and early or mail-in voting is available in your state, don't wait. Vote now. Assuming that you're voting for Democrats, otherwise make sure you vote on November 4th. Okay, that was a joke, or maybe it isn't. Let's put it this way: you can vote for wise, experienced, competence, or four more years of selfish, clownish incompetence. It's up to you. What? If you have feedback, send me an email at seniorgeek49 at gmail.com. Ah! As I'm sure you know, by now you can support this podcast at patreon.com slash seniorgeek. Two bucks for a month's worth of weekly episodes of two different podcasts. I don't know about you, but I think that's a pretty good deal. If, at some point, I have ten or more pledges of at least two dollars a month or more, and more is always good, Through the end of a month, so I get paid, I'll post the first two takes of my very first published podcasts for all patrons. So you can listen to me flounder and free associate for a total of about 40 minutes while driving at 70 miles per hour on I-15 from Las Vegas home to Southern California without recording anything I felt like I could use. I did have a third take on that drive that I actually did use, and you can go back and listen to the first episode of this podcast if you're interested. Anyway, I'd say that's not a bad deal for two bucks. And as I've said over and over and over and over again, mics and mixers and editing software aren't cheap. I can use any kind of help I can get financially. Or if you've got a Heil mic you're not using and you want to send it to me, let me know. This mic here, um, it's all right, but it does tend to pick, back, pick, pick up extraneous noise, like the cat meowing in the hall or the guy across the street mowing his lawn. So, I digress. Again. The Patreon link is in the show notes. If you can't pledge, I fully understand. Just tell everyone you know how great this podcast is and rate it five stars in whatever app you use to listen to it. Especially if you listen to it on Apple Podcasts. A five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, I mean, you have no idea how much that helps. That's it for this week. Wash your hands. Don't share your air. Wear a face mask and social distance when you're out and about. Vote. Be kind. Black Lives Matter. Send me feedback at seniorgeek49 at gmail.com. Are you mad that I got rid of the fake commercial and the bloopers? Let me know. Look for my new companion podcast, Tales of a Senior Geek, at anchor.fm. Senior Geek 49. Link in the notes. This is Gary Fisher for Diary of a Senior Geek, now available on Apple Podcasts. Please rate me there. See you next week. I'm going to pause for a second here. Okay, we are no longer paused. I got a red record light. Counter's going up. Alright, I've been saying Kirsten Welker and her name is Kristen Welker, so I'm going to re-record a couple of sentences. <clears throat> Moderator Moderator Kristen Welker did an incredible job of keeping order, but I suspect the president's advisors told him to tone it down, and for once he listened to them. Okay, so I'm gonna drop that in the first place I mispronounced Kristen. And here's for the last sentence in that. In my opinion, Kristen Welker is the one who won the debate. Trump gets credit for acting less like a bully than in the first debate, but he loses points for multiple outright lies and yelling non-sequiturs like, who built the cages when Biden was trying to speak? Hey, have I got time to go back and pay my hotel bill? Sorry, too late. That suits me fine.